This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. There are legends around here. He died in my G fucking king of the zombies. Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing really good, man. Feeling great, man. I'm actually here. Yeah, it's great to have Sean back. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, my computer caught the virus and we had to take the off, man. <laughs> the things are sterilized, we're masked up and ready to go. All right. Sean, you disinfected Sean. cyberspace. How dare you? <laughs> Sean, you're not supposed to put the hand sanitizer on your computer. You didn't quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> your computer is affecting everything. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> we'll be all right. You see, look, he's even coughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hold on, guys. I got to go get my mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, we are into December now. Wow, I'm already stuttering. That's that's a great way to start this show off. Uh, so we're into December. We are in our action-packed December. We're going to be taking a look this month at four different action franchises and ranking and reviewing the movies in those franchises. And uh, we are starting off with RoboCop this week, which is uh, kind of near and dear to my heart. I've, I've always loved RoboCop. It's one of the first action movies I remember ever seeing as a kid, so... I'm super pumped to be able to talk about this franchise tonight. And then next week, we're going to be covering Rambo. The week after will be the week of Christmas. We'll be doing Die Hard. And then to finish things off for December, we're going to be looking at the Lethal Weapon franchise. So I'm super pumped. I love all four franchises. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get into talking about RoboCop tonight, though, what have you guys been up to this week? Not a whole lot, man. Just... Actually enjoying the fuck out of watching RoboCop for the first time in a long time. Same. And for whatever reason, that made me want to watch Dragon Ball. So I was watching Dra- <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, it's weird how my brain works. <laughs> and everybody, I was playing everybody Fortnite knows that. Kids. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, everybody knows that Kurt Wood Smith was supposed to be the voice of Goku. That <laughs> <laughs> would have been great. Put a, me put a foot in your ass, freezer. <laughs> just tell, call Chi-Chi a B and leave. <laughs> what do you think uh, Red Foreman would say about Clarence? <laughs> best friends, man. What are you talking about? Right. Now, I've also been playing Fortnite with the kids, which didn't used to be a game I liked, but it's kind of fun, man. So. Dude, they've done a lot to it. And yeah, this new, this new I actually got a couple a of wins on solo. Felt like I was some kind of video game champion. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
All right, Mark or Ted, what have you guys been up to? And I'm pretty similar to Sean, but a little in reverse. So they added a Dragon Ball Super to Hulu, so I binged all of it. Um, during the the Thanksgiving weekend, I probably watched like 60 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> what episode was, are you at now? I'm done. Oh, you did it? How'd you like the Tournament of Power, man? I loved it. I, I told you. I, I, I want to go in and, like, delete Rebrian from existence because that shit was so freaking annoying. <laughs> it, it felt like they were making fun of Sailor Moon the whole time. <laughs> um, but that ending was the that Champions ending. of Love, though, man. <laughs> they were. I mean, like, J- Jiren and them were, like almost kind of super super sentai with just without like the goofy helmets i mean they had the same uniforms and everything i mean yeah 11 universe 11 well the end fight was awesome it was awesome watching you know how how it turned out who worked with uh, goku i don't know if sean wants to watch it so i won't ruin anything that, that was freaking great no, I thought that was great. Yeah, the the way it ended was awesome. Yeah, um, the actual ending to the the wish at the end, I saw that coming. I mean, I think everybody did. Yeah, and now I'm looking forward to watching the Broly movie at some point this week. That that's the best, in my opinion. That's the that's the best uh, Dragon Ball movie ever, man. Dragon Ball Super Broly is just awesome. It's yeah, great I'm because it's 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 it. Broly's movie, man. They. They they gave him a character. He's not just some brute who's just screaming Kakarot. And I'm not hating on the old old Broly movies, but Kira Toriyama took something and that he didn't create. He 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 created the design of Broly for the movies when he was still doing the uh, the manga for Dragon Ball back in the '90s. But uh, you know he didn't come up with the story or anything. So he took that character that people really love. And he actually, you know, gave him a character mm-hmm. and gave him a great backstory, which ties into the planet Vegeta and, and Frieza and King Cold and Goku and baby Vegeta. I mean, it's great, man. Just wait till you watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah, and Bardock, you see Goku's mother. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I yeah, can't, it's, it's I, yeah, really I'm looking cool. forward to watching that. That's, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've yeah, also been playing a, a lot. Of, I've also been playing a lot of Fortnite because the new season dropped, and they added Mando to it, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and while I like the what they did with this season better than last season, because last season was strictly all Marvel, everything was Marvel. Yeah. And this one, they have a bunch of characters. A lot of them yeah, are original. Seems mixed up. Yeah. yeah, it's not just like just Mandalorian season. So I got my daughter the Fortnite crew pass the month. Yeah, we now. got that too. Um, I, I don't know if I'll deal. keep it, but yeah. I definitely got it for now. <clears throat> um, and then I've been watching RoboCop all week and having so much fun. Man. I love these movies so much. I I don't know if I have the same memory that Isaiah has. I really don't think I could think of the first action movie I've ever seen because there's just so many. Mm-hmm. This is this is up there one of my favorites for sure, and I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. All right, Ted, what have you been up to? Well, Monday I woke up, got ready for work. Then I went to work. About halfway through the day I had lunch. After lunch I went back to work. And I went home. 
<laughs> oh, God. You're asking me what I did this week, so I'm just giving it a <laughs> No, I, I'm serious, though. Um, talking about Dragon Ball, I got the uh, the new volume, of, uh, the new uh, the next volume of the Dragon Ball Super manga in the mail. I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. If people didn't know that, that's that's my that's my franchise. And I've been heavily getting back into Scooby Doo just because I love Scooby Doo. And so I watched. I finally, for the first time this week, I watched the um, the the two live action TV movies they did in the late two thousands, like the the Mystery Begins and then the Lake Monster. Yeah, I've never seen them. I've heard of them. I've never seen them. They're, they're okay. It's just because they're live action. They did in their TV movies. They didn't have like a lot of budget for CGI. So Scooby's like there, but not there, you know, because it would cost more money. So it really does focus on the four main ones for the most part, especially in the second one. Then, like, because it's like they, it reminded me of Saved by the Bell when they like got jobs at the country club. <laughs> That's what it was. Because <laughs> it was summertime. So, like, Daphne's uncle, who's played by Ted McGinley, yes, the Ted McGinley, plays her uncle in that movie. He's like some rich guy who owns a country club. So they get jobs there. Scooby's there, but Scooby's not doing anything but hanging out. So, like, all this other stuff's going on, and Scooby's just, I said Scooby. <laughs> Scooby's just, like, there, like, every once in a while. So, that was just, like, disappointing, because, you know, I, I like Scooby himself, but did that. I finally, you know, I watched, uh, I finally watched Terminator, Genesis, and Dark Fate. I love Genesis, Dark Fate, I freaking hated. It was a lame movie. It was, it was a movie that we watch it. I still haven't it, seen it. It's free on Prime. That's how I watched it. Yeah, I saw it. it. I added. I just haven't gotten to. It's it's a movie that wishes it was Terminator Two, and it failed <laughs> like every level. The only good things about that movie, like I said, are Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger. That, those they were the only two good things. Everything else just sucked. Genesis, I freaking loved and had fun with. It was just a fun movie. Yeah, I remember liking it. I remember it was a decent film. Yeah, it was. I, I really liked it. I wish it threw me at the end too. I was like, oh yeah. yeah, that was a nice twist. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool it, still. So. It was a nice twist. I, I I really liked it. Um Yeah. And uh of course uh, I rewatched the Robocop. Robocop two. I didn't need to rewatch Robocop three, which we'll get into later. So <laughs> 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 But I do own RoboCop three. I'm actually looking at it right now. But I just really, I'm I'm kidding. I just didn't have time. I just I watched I rewatched the first two today. I literally finished watching part two at like seven, and I needed to shave and stuff because I just needed to. I hadn't done anything like that this weekend, <laughs> so I didn't watch three. I'm not crying that I didn't watch it either. Right. <laughs> I didn't purposely not watch it. I just ran out of time in the end. Uh huh. Um, but I, <laughs> but it's fresh in my mind because it wasn't too long ago when I when I saw it. So anyway, yeah, so, was, yeah it yeah. wasn't too long ago. I remember you hating on it. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, and I'm gonna hate on it on this. <laughs> All right, very very cool. Uh, for me, it's been kind of a. Kind of a roller coaster of a week. So the last time we recorded was about two weeks ago, and uh, 
obviously last week we had the the episode with the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. We had the guys on and just talking about what we got into horror, what got us into horror, and that was recorded um, two weeks ago. So since then, I mean, uh, we as a group played uh, Warzone together, which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. it was the first time we got Ted in there, which was great. And Ted was, like, <laughs> kicking our ass with getting kills and shit. I mean, Ted did the best <laughs> out of any of us that I night. I freaking got lucky. I don't care what anybody says. That, that was, was luck. That was the first time in a while we all got together and just gamed and didn't yeah. have to worry about streaming or anything else. Right. It was just us yeah. hanging out, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I miss that kind of stuff. I really, I really do. I really chalked that up to beginner's luck. And the rocket launcher helped. I think you're a Call of Duty natural, Ted. I think you you're a prodigy, know it. Ted. Yep. <laughs> We're going to fine-tune them skills and make you a champ. Exactly. <laughs> Get some wins out of it. Right. <laughs> so um, besides playing war, uh, Modern Warfare Warzone, uh, I've been playing a lot of Among Us, too, with uh, other people from the podcast network. Almost nightly, we've been in playing Among Us, and that that game is so much fun too. Uh, a lot of fun. Oh my god, it's so funny. Last night, uh, we had a bunch of us, and you know, there were a few people, who'd, you know, a little inebriated, which was made things a little more interesting, a little bit more funny. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's been a lot of fun between playing Warzone, Among Us, and then every now and then playing some Phasmophobia that's kind of what I've been doing for gaming lately. And it's, it's been a lot of fun movie wise. Uh, obviously watched the RoboCop trilogy this weekend, which is, it's been a while since I've watched them. So it was nice to be able to break those out. Even three, even though I have issues with three, I, it was still fun to watch it again. You know, uh, besides that, I've been, uh, they released the new season of big mouth on uh, Netflix. So I've watched half of that so far too. Uh, besides that, I haven't really been watching a whole lot of much. Uh, it's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, I know I've talked a little bit about it, but, uh, as of November 30th, I'm officially single. So that's been a whole thing going on too. So that's been taking up a little bit of time and then, you know, just kind of, uh, doing some artwork, uh, because we're looking to, create a merch store for the the podcast and everything. So I've been just kind of dabbling with some just graphic design and stuff, trying to come up with some logos for the T-shirts t- and other things that we could possibly do and, and stickers and whatnot. So I've been, for the most part, kind of keeping busy. And then the only other thing that's kind of really happened is uh, last week was um, – you know, uh, or, you know, Thanksgiving and everything, we had the Black Friday sale for Vinegar Syndrome. Spent almost $1,000. <laughs> <That's laughs> so, uh, it's so I, worth it, though. It's, I it's, spent like 50 or 60. So. Yeah. I was a little more reserved, I guess. Yeah, I but I. Anything. Well, the main the main thing for us, too, was the, the subscription fee. Yep. That's what. If it was, if they didn't have that, then I would only, it would only been 100 and 70 80 bucks that i spent yeah it's like i'm going for that subscription I mm-hmm. just did. yeah it, w- it would have been right around 200 if i didn't yeah get the subscription so dude that new slip cover for nightmare sisters looks amazing oh I'm so glad I picked that. it looks so good i can't wait to i bought that. that blue i bought that blu-ray when it first came out now that they put that out i'm just like yep i gotta get that yep <laughs> I exactly get that slip cover 
Uh, and I love it. The one side is when they're all nerdy, and then the other side is when they're transformed. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It looks really cool. And then I was checking my tracking, and uh, supposedly it's supposed to be delivered tomorrow, so that's the quickest I've ever gotten a, a package from Vinegar Syndrome. So. Oh, wow. So, and especially with it being Black Friday. I was well, that's you're, you're a subscriber, man. That's why for this year. You're, right. All the subscribers go first. That's why. Right. But at the same time, even with that, uh, usually it takes. Oh, you're talking the actual shipping time. Not yeah. 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 I'm not talking about for them to actually ship it out. I'm, I'm talking usually for shipping time. Because usually mine have been. Well, then again, it, they they are doing it by FedEx now, which I, I fucking hate FedEx. I really wish they didn't switch to FedEx. But at the same time, um, you know, USPS usually took at least a week, of, if not more, for shipping. But yeah, it it shipped out. I think Friday, and it's supposed to be delivered tomorrow. Supposedly, I'm I'm, I'm not holding my breath because last thing I saw is it was leaving Colorado like at 5 a.m. this morning. So I'm not expecting it to come tomorrow. If it does, it's going to be a good surprise. But at the same time, I'm not holding my breath. So, but Tom Hanks will take care of it, man. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> but. Uh, so that's that's all that's really been kind of going on. So just, you know, with the divorce being finalized and just being honestly just busy this week, it's it's been kind of a – the week's been gone by pretty damn quick, honestly. It's just I've had so much stuff kind of going on. It's 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 gone by super quick, but at the same time really slow. But I'm super pumped to be back and recording. I love doing this. And so it feels like – I was actually looking forward to recording tonight. I I, I really was. Well, me too, man. I've been. It, it was nice having the break. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much fun doing this, and we we just have fun. And yeah, I've been looking forward to doing action movies for a long time. I'm just glad we're finally able to do them. Right? Yeah, it's refreshing to do something outside the box. Yeah, our normal stuff. Agree. Like a lot of shit besides just horror. Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. <laughs> But um, before all right, so uh, well, go ahead. I, I'm just lazy. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm honest. <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way, Ted. Really, wouldn't have it any other way. You know, Isaiah, we're gonna get together. And I'm gonna take you to the Blue Oyster. Okay. Proctor. That's so good. All right. Well, before we start talking about Robocop, there are just a couple pieces of uh news I wanted to just kind of bring up just briefly. Um, so, Ted, I know that you like playing Metal Gear Solid a lot. Um, they are making a Metal Gear movie. Uh, Sony is with the director of Kong Skull Island. And it yeah, looks... What's that? No, I said, yeah, I saw that. Okay. That and, they were doing that. Yeah, and so supposedly they've got Oscar Isaac to play Solid Snake in the movie. So that's, that's interesting. I, I do like Oscar Isaac, so it, it'll be interesting to see him in the role. And... Uh, I wonder what they're going to do for like the story. Are they going to like do their own thing or they're going to take elements? I'm assuming they're just going to take elements and kind of, 
I'm guessing they're going to be maybe, just taking maybe elements. the setting because nothing's been nothing's been revealed that I could find. Yeah, it's yeah. like with the new Resident Evil movie they're doing with the uh, the guy who the guy who did those forty-seven meter down movies. He's directing mm-hmm. it. Okay, and they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna follow according to what I've read. They're gonna like follow this the video games as much as they can. But this first movie is gonna have. Chris, Jill, Leon, and Claire. So I'm like, I wonder what they're doing. Like, that's how they're yeah. doing. I mean, hopefully it'll be good. I mean, yeah, hopefully. And so, yeah. The, 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 Oscar, Isaac as, Oscar Isaac as Snake, that that could be interesting. Yeah. I'm nothing against the guy. No. I mean, he's okay. I don't think he's like the greatest ever, but he's definitely not bad. <laughs> no, definitely not. But yeah, yeah. just kind of looking here, there, there really isn't a whole lot of info uh, as of right now. So, um. Yeah, it, it, it's just going to be interesting, honestly. It, that's all we can really say about it because there's not really much else other yeah. than those few bits of in, uh, pieces of information that have come out regarding the movie. So, And obviously we don't – like it's probably going to be up just borrowing elements from the game like you were saying because uh, there's not really like a, a synopsis for the movie or anything like that because I'm sure that it's strong, not even written yet. I have a strong yet. feeling what they'll do is they'll – They'll set it in Alaska, like the first Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. for PS1, because that's the iconic one. That's what introduced a lot of people to the franchise. I mean, because you yep. had you had the original, and and the you had the original first two, which were for the MSX computer that was only released in Japan, and then they they did a, an NES port of the first game, but they changed it up and they didn't do it with Hideo Kojima, who directed all the main games in the franchise. Mm-hmm. And he even hated the port. And then they made their own sequel to that, just called Snake's Revenge, which doesn't even make any sense. Like, what is Snake getting revenge on? Because he won <laughs> the first game. So what right. revenge? Anyway, so I can just see them doing that because they're like, this is what everybody knows. That's what everybody like got introduced. Well, most people you know, got introduced to back in 98 so i could just see him be like let's just set it in alaska and we'll do this and that and take elements from this yeah maybe we can build a story up or whatever right because the story the story in the games is so sticking complex i mean it's a story that spans 50 years i mean it starts in 64 and ends in 2014 right you've got the prequels that set on big boss and then you've got you got Solid Snake from the original two and Metal Gear Solid. And then Metal Gear Solid 2 and 4 go all into the details on the Patriots and the secret organization and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, so <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do with yeah. all that, if anything. Right. Definitely, definitely. And kind of uh, going on from there, another movie that's uh we've known about uh that's gotten a little bit more information lately is the toxic avenger and i don't know honestly what to think about this news uh but uh peter dinklage has signed on to star in the toxic avenger and <laughs> what? Uh, y- yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even interested in the movie honestly so. <laughs> Peter Dinklage? Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, man, like, I if it was his voice. I mean, he's like Melvin's dad. 
<laughs> well, and, that, and that's the thing. They they haven't said, you know, obviously who he's going to be playing or anything like that. You know, I don't hate him or anything. I'm just the whole idea. No, I know it's it's just the whole thing with the movie. But dude, what if he's just like Melvin's dad? That'd be freaking great. Or if he's like the main villain in the movie or, or something like that. Or you know, because there were people throwing out, well, what if he's Melvin in the movie? I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. And so, yeah, it's... I really wasn't looking forward to the you know, the remake, and this doesn't really help me want to see it, you know, made. It, it... Dude, you know what they're probably doing? They're probably trying to do their own little universe, so it's going to be like a lead into the Toxic Crusaders, <laughs> like the, the cartoon. So maybe Peter Dinklage is playing a character that would be part of the Toxic Crusaders. Maybe. Very, very I mean, possible. Throwing it out there. If they did a Toxic Crusaders movie, I'm, I'm so there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'd like I to see uh, Peter Dinklage play the, uh, the greedy mayor. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> acting, acting like he did an elf. <laughs> <laughs> I get more chicks in a week than you had in your entire life. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It would be pretty funny. You're an angry elf. <laughs> Call, Call me elf, elf one more time. time. <laughs> You're an elf. <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. So that that's the news regarding that. Um, now... I know we we've talked uh, outside of the you know recording and whatnot a little bit about this, but uh, Warner Brothers next year is putting their whole 2021 movie slate onto HBO Max and theaters at the same time. So we're talking Conjuring Three, Mortal Kombat, Godzilla versus Kong, uh, James Wan's uh, Malignant, and like every other movie that they're releasing. So they're uh, this is kind of you know big news regarding movies in general and even just beyond horror movies or you know some of the other stuff that we talk about that like, this is like a a step towards these companies kind of it's a sign of the future unfortunately for movies yeah yeah but don't you have to pay extra to see those movies it's not just with the subscription. no, no. okay so disney does that with their movies um but not hbo max, hbo max if you're a subscriber you do get these movies for free Oh, okay. So as long as you're subscribed, you can you can watch these, and they're they're going to be available on HBO Max for the first month, if I was reading it correctly. Forever, man. Watch you know what? Screw on you, HBO Disney. Max. <laughs> it's, it's, screw you, Disney. <laughs> I felt sorry for the people who spent like thirty bucks or whatever it was to watch freaking Mulan. Yeah. which is funny because they just put Mulan as part of the regular subscription now. <laughs> That's I hilarious. I kept saying, I was like, why don't they just wait? It'll be on here. Anyway. Last weekend, yeah. we rented it at Redbox for $2. <laughs> yeah. You know, a, a friend at work, a friend of mine at work, he rented it at Redbox also. He's like, you should see it. It's really good. It's got great action. I was like, I don't it's feel like bad. watching the movie. It's really not bad. I just, I don't it know. looked all right. I'm not a big on the cartoon itself, actually. Like, mm-hmm. But... When I'm, I'm not either. This, I thought the trailer it reminded me of something totally different. So yeah, it seemed um, like something actually like <laughs> not crouching tighter, hidden dragon as good as that, but like it was leaning that direction of those kind of movies. Man. So 
Yeah, I doubt it's that good, but I still wanted to give it a chance. You probably enjoy it with your kids. They probably like yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I real I'm really uh glad they didn't try to do the Mushu character in a live action. Yeah, that'd have been cool. Yeah, I heard it was like a phoenix or something, right? Yeah, it it didn't like really, it doesn't talk. It didn't really do anything. It was just like a like a sign that something was going to be okay. It was just something that only she could see. Yeah, it didn't like interact with anything. So, yeah. So he had nobody trying to imitate Eddie Murphy's voice. Go, Mula, <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But, I heard they're like going to remake The Lion King again. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> God. I was like, what the heck? Didn't they just remake that like a year ago? Did Something <laughs> like that. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. We gotta milk that cash cow ripoff. <laughs> it's, it really <laughs> infuriates me because the, their, their reasoning behind not doing hand-painted animation anymore and going straight to CGI with Pixar is because it's cheaper. But it's not cheaper than a live action film. There's no way that Mulan film was cheaper than a hand painted animated movie. There's no way. It's not. It, it, it's not cheaper. It's faster. That's the yeah. whole point. You get it faster in the theaters. You recoup your money faster. Oh, the profits. That's all it is. It's all about the bottom line. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, practical effects are always going to be better to me than uh, some CGI, whatever. Yeah, I just miss the hand painted cartoon, man. I'm no, I do too. I do too. I I've been watching. Too. I've been watching Scooby Doo stuff, man. I freaking love just watching, you know, regular cartoons. That's why only reason. One of the big reasons I want. I mean, I like the Kiddo Brothers work, but they got that Alien Christmas on Netflix, which I still haven't checked out. But it's all claymation and. Art and I keep forgetting, like that. man. I need to check that. I'm out. Like, I really want to see that, man, because that's another art form that isn't really stop much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is good to bring up since there's a lot of that in these movies. Yes. A lot of really good stop motion in these movies. Yeah, some of it is Kyoto Brothers' work too. They're really nice. The last piece of uh, news I just wanted to bring up here is. Uh, Clive Barker has successfully leveraged copyright law and recaptured the American rights to the Hellraiser franchise. And so this is really pertaining to mostly the the first movie and the story behind that. Uh, so it's kind of the same thing with like the Friday thing where, um, you know, anything after that first movie doesn't really pertain to that. So he's basically getting back the that base story with characters and everything for Hellraiser. And that's going to actually begin on December nineteenth, twenty twenty one. So, basically, these other <laughs> this other company has until twenty twenty one to kind of do what they want with the you know the Hellraiser <laughs> franchise. It's just going to be like revelations and judgment. They're just gonna like <laughs> like we just need something, just something quickly. We'll, we'll <laughs> I actually like judgment. I, like I, I did like judgment. I'm not hating on judgment, but the reason it was made was the same reason why revelation uh, was made because yep, they wanted revelation. to keep it. Right. <laughs> Pile of shit. Yeah, that was <laughs> one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. You don't like Chubby Pinhead? No, <laughs> that was Wish. Pinhead. Dude, that dude was that dude was like me playing Pinhead. His face was just like. I'm serious. I'm not a you thin guy. Out, I mean, I'm not hanging out eating donuts with Homer for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm not a thin guy. I'm not obese either, but I was just, you know, watching Revelations. That guy's, like, cheeks were, like, big, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just like, darn. 
Pinhead's been eating. <laughs> right. <laughs> freaking, in the freaking labyrinth, man. But, you know, Clive Barker probably won't hear this, but I'm going to make a plea. Clive, whenever you can do whatever you need to, please don't make it like the Scarlet Gospels. Please just don't. <laughs> I did not like that story. Please don't. If you're going to do Hellraiser, just do it like the first couple of movies, man. It's a yeah. box. It's about pleasure, pain, you know, masochism. What You know, just not, not a crazy stuff that was in the Scarlet Gospels. Please, no. Just don't, man. I'm begging you, Clive. I'm begging you. <laughs> I like, you know, I like your other work. I like Nightbreed, you know, and I like a little, you know, got Lord of the Illusions. Just please, yeah. just please. Not like the Scarlet Gospels or something. Please, I'm begging you. That is my plea, Clive. If you hear this, <laughs> please just don't. <laughs> and, th- and there you have it. Ted's plea for Clive Barker. But so that that was kind of just the last piece of uh, news I just wanted to bring up that he had won back his his copyright for it. So I mean that's exciting because I mean obviously the whole Friday situation and Sean Cunningham being a piece of shit and Victor Miller just trying to get back what he wrote. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sean Cunningham was a little fan until now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know. For once, I did not insult anybody. That was not me. <laughs> I will take full responsibility for that. He's a piece of shit. Sean, if you're listening, just turn it off now. And just, just go away. <laughs> you're not going to log what you hear. <laughs> I wouldn't want him listening to my damn show anyways. Fuck him. Nope. <laughs> Wanted to take Jason's mask off him, motherfucker. Screw him. Remember, according to Sean, it was James Marcus who wanted to do a movie like. You mean Adam Marcus? <laughs> and Adam Marcus <laughs> is like, I never even, I never saw the hidden until people right. told me halfway through making the movie, this is like the hidden. But Sean, I love those interviews on the new box set. Yes. This is great. You have God. Adam Marcus saying one thing and Sean completely contradicting me with his interviews. So bad. Adam Marcus being mean. He told me he wanted to make a movie like The Hidden. But... And you were just like, like, sure, you young filmmaker. I'll do exactly what you said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I love about Adam Marcus said at that convention, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a first-time filmmaker. I'm in my early 20s, and I'm going to tell the producer what to do. Right. <laughs> I'm going to uh. tell my boss what to do. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. That's great. <laughs> and then you have poor Kane Hodder in the middle of all this, and Hodder, as, as diplomatic as he is, he's like, I was a little apprehensive on Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> the fans were going to accept this or not. <laughs> like, yeah. you're so great, Kate. Because that, that's code for, I thought this movie was going to suck, but I'm not going to outright say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love you, Kane. You're the best, man. Kane is the best. <laughs> I mean that. You're great. I love you, Kane. <laughs> like, poor Kate in the middle of all this crap. Being <laughs> as diplomatic as he can be. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. So good. Kane's the best. But that's just what I had for news for this week. Kind of going on from there, let's just go ahead and get right into RoboCop. So we're just going to talk about each movie individually, and then at the end we're just going to kind of give our individual rankings of the movies. So it'll be kind of like how we review movies, but it's just going to be kind of short-form reviews. We're not going to delve into it too terribly deep like we normally do. 
um, just so we can get through all three movies. So we're not including the remake because the remake doesn't exist in my eyes. Because fuck that movie. Uh, that's There's a remake. It, it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> who would have thunk? And uh, I consider that Super Ninja. I don't consider him to be RoboCop. So <laughs> it's not. A- I, I will. I will plug in the Prime Directive movies because I. Like I was going to say it too, yeah. man. Thank you too. Yeah, those you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I haven't I seen the Prime Directive ones, and me and Ted if were talking was, about that. If yesterday. I was to rank all four of them right now, the remake ranks higher than three. <laughs> hey, I mean, <laughs> Mike well, well, everyone, I just want you to know that this is Mark's last episode. <laughs> this Isaiah is going to do something horrible to him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So we we are just going to focus on the first three movies, the original trilogy, um, none of the offshoots, not the remake. So we're just going to focus on on the main trilogy tonight. Um, so let's start off with RoboCop. Uh, was, was released July seventeenth, nineteen eighty seven. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. I mean, you had an awesome cast for this fucking movie. You had Peter Weller as RoboCop. You had Nancy Allen as Lewis. Dan O'Hare leave as the old man. Obviously, he was Colonel Cochran in. Uh, Halloween three season of the witch, which is awesome. You had Ronnie Cox, Kurtwood Smith. I mean, you had quite the cast for this movie. This movie had a budget of only $13 million, which is still a lot of money. Um, and it made about 53 million at the box office. You so got one actor. Go ahead. Ray wise, man. Ray wise. Oh yeah. 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 yeah true. <laughs> I, I forget. I don't know why I always forget because Ray is fucking awesome. And he got I, blown he up. Got it was a great death. Yeah. He got blown up at the end. Awesome. I know. I know. I got him, Clarence. I got him. <laughs> and Nancy and Alan's like, boop. They're like, got you, buddy. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So just a couple pieces of trivia uh, for this movie as we kind of get started here is. um. It was discovered when in full RoboCop costume, Peter Weller could not fit properly into the police car as he was just too bulky. Um, and obviously that fucking suit is huge. So most of the shots of him uh, are showing him either exiting the car or preparing to get into it. For shots when he was actually in the car, he had the top part of the costume obviously on, um, but then he was just sitting in his underwear <laughs> in the car. And then obviously <laughs> when he's getting out of the car, you usually only see his feet getting out. So that's kind of how they did that. So. Just some That's clever a different editing. type of movie right there. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, man. So the <laughs> another factoid about the suit here, just to kind of ignore Ted's little equip there. Uh, the RoboCop <laughs> suit was the most expensive item on set. Uh, they estimated, the producers estimated the suit cost anywhere from uh, $500,000 to $1 million for just the suit. So... That's quite wasn't made out of, like fiberglass. Also, I mean, wasn't well, the, the um, next movies were fiberglass. Yeah, the, the original was so heavy they had to put a fan inside of it so he didn't yep. dehydrate and die. Yep. Yeah, Peter Weller was <laughs> okay, losing okay. like three pounds a day wearing yeah, that yeah, fucking suit. It was so heavy. <laughs> Darn, maybe that's what I need to lose some weight. Just give me the RoboCop suit. I walk around and <laughs> I had a friend that literally wore trash bags one summer under his clothes, and that's how he lost weight. Wow. <laughs> that's what a sauna suit is, is a trash bag. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, the last piece of uh, just trivia that I had for, for this movie is the studio decided to use uh, Rob Otten 
um, because of his work on the thing. So um, that's kind of why they decided to go with him for the the special effects for the movie. So that's really cool because I, I love the thing, and the thing had some of the best practical special effects ever. So yes, um, I concur. It, it, it was a no brainer to hire him to do this. Trivia: The Thing is my favorite movie. It is up there in my top five for sure. I say that because John Carpenter is my favorite filmmaker, and that's my favorite film of his. So mm-hmm. obviously, I'm sorry. Well, The Thing is my favorite movie, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, but, that ranks high for me too. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> but I mean, not to get sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> but this this movie kind of has everything. I mean, it, it's great. It's it's a great R-rated action movie. It's got you know. It's got some decent gore in this. I mean, it's dude, man, Murphy's freaking death. That's so brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blow his hand off, off, man, and then they just shoot him up, and then they freaking shoot him in the head. If you watch yeah. the director's cut, man, you just see everything. It's just crazy. It's freaking wild. He's yeah. got to be the best bad guy of the entire series. Yes. Oh, he is. Bodiker yeah. hands down, man. Yeah. Definitely. I love it. He's got the best line in the whole movie when he tells those two whores, <laughs> bees leave. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. He's about to murder Bob Morton, and he it just tells him to leave. Yep, that's just all he says. <laughs> Every time I watch this movie, I freaking laugh so hard at that part. It's just great. <laughs> oh, man. God, Kurt Ward Smith in this movie was just fucking amazing. I... Because obviously, you know, him as Red Foreman in That 70s Show was always great. But this is this is where I first remember him from. Because, like I said, this was yeah, like one sure. of the first action movies I ever saw. So this is the first time I ever had, an, you know, witnessed, you know, Kurt Woodsmith and, and everything. And he he's like the perfect bad guy. I mean, just kind of the, the look. He kind of had that intelligent kind of look. Um, but then he's just ruthless and vicious too. It, it was just the perfect combination, and it was it was the perfect villain for this movie, by far. Yeah, yep. he, was, he was great, and he was funny with it too. Like in the beginning when when he threw the guy out of the back of the van, can <laughs> <laughs> <And> you fly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made you, you believe he just really money. did not give a fuck at all. He was just ruthless as shit. Yep. It was just it was comical to him. It's like these fucking Dude, when when the, when the cops officially went on when the cops went on strike and everybody's rioting and then Joe drives up, he's like, I got a car just like you and he like, <laughs> blows it up. Yeah. He's like, Clarence don't miss <laughs> just blew it. It was freaking great. <laughs> he's like, Oh, you don't have a car like him anymore. <laughs> and I love how the one dude who robbed the gas station or tried to rob the gas station is just sitting there watching TV in the midst of all the rioting. <laughs> he just breaks yep. the window and turns the TV up so he can hear it. We've had all our shots. <laughs> the satire in this movie is great, man. It's just all the commercials and the crazy. Yeah, movie. the commercials yeah. and the newscasters, man. I love it. Yeah. Even no matter how fucked up the news they're reporting, they're like <laughs> smiling and happy, like... There was twenty dead today, and the <laughs> was it like the the satellite defense system misfired and killed like two former <laughs> presidents in California? Accidentally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like one hundred and thirty-one families mourn for the deaths that we know today, including two former U.S. presidents. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they kept that up through the whole uh, series. They all had the wacky uh, advertising. Yes. Yes. 
Well, it's yeah. like he carried Paul Verhoeven carried that into Starship Troopers with all the propaganda stuff yeah, for the. Yeah. One of my favorite parts <laughs> of that. <laughs> Be a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> the only good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> so yeah. many commercials are just great, mm-hmm. which I love that they continued that into part two. Yeah, it, it, those were some of the highlights of 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 the franchise. Were those commercials? I mean, I was talking to Ted early uh, uh, yesterday when I was watching three, and they had the one with OCP and the guy committing suicide in the <laughs> in the. Freaking... No, that was in the second one. That was in the second one. You're right. I'm sorry. It was the second yeah. one. Um, and the yeah. guy committing suicide in the in the in the commercial. It took two days. And it was yeah, a... to download. This <laughs> <laughs> for communications. The only. Choice. Nelly Choice. I love it how it shows like his daughter's photo or what. Yeah. <laughs> his daughter. So messy. Technology is the only choice. The only choice. <laughs> what, what do you think about uh, Ed 209 and his major weakness of not being able to walk downstairs? I love it. That was I love great. it. What if there's something going on in a building like the dude holding the mayor hostage in the first movie? Ed 209 couldn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he hesitated too. Like he knew it wasn't going to end well, but he still tried. <laughs> yeah, I love how like, his little AI program. <laughs> yeah, his little AI program just keeps like. Should I or shouldn't I? Should I? Like a little kid, and then falls down. And it's just like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that weird noise. So good with that damn robot. And I love how at the end, Robocop just blows it up, right? <laughs> with the with the with the Bodiger's gun that he had. <laughs> They're the big military gun that they were using, trying to kill him. <laughs> it just freaking blows it up. Yeah. You mentioned how cute Nancy Allen is in this movie. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> I have to bring that up. I had a crush on her back when I was a kid. I freaking love Nancy. Same. So you mean you still have a crush on her? (laughs) I have a crush on everybody now. (laughs) (laughs) You slut. You slut. (laughs) I just know what I like. (laughs) (laughs) This movie's great, man. I think it's one of the best of the 80s action movies. Flat down. Definitely. I love her introduction, man, when she just beats the crap out of that guy in the police station at the first. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, yeah, yeah. she's got moves. And Murphy Maybe. was like, I always drive when I break in a new partner. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll treat him like he's a rookie because he ain't been in that precinct. <laughs> they kind of proved him right. I mean, he did die on his first day. Yeah, it's very true. Like, you weren't ready, buddy. It's because Lewis is such a terrible fucking cop. Agreed. She was like, let's go. They should have waited for backup. Yeah, and then yeah. she got knocked out, and then she, like, watched him die. But hey, but if hey. she hadn't looked at the guy's dick, she wouldn't have gotten knocked out. I was about to say, she just want, She needed to check it out. She needed to know if, if it really is bigger. <laughs> she could have cuffed him first, and then she would I like how she's chewing bubble gum and blowing bubbles when she's, like, tailing the perp, too. Like, he's peeing, and she's like, Pops the bubble and he turns around. She's like, "Don't move!" Like, what are you doing, Lewis? <laughs> Spit that gum out! Didn't you ever go to school? You're not supposed to chew gum. I think they were trying to come across with that she was that down home Detroit cop thing, but it just came across as kind of ignorant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very true. She could still kick butt. Yeah, she was a. Yes. Fine. And now that makes me think as an adult, do I like women who can kick my butt? <laughs> <laughs> 
Very possible, Ted. <laughs> very I'm confused. Possible. I'm very confused. There's nothing to be confused about, Ted. It's hot. Google. <laughs> Google. Google, open up. Where can I learn if I like women beating me up? What the heck? Sean's address is on here? Sean, what the heck is going on here? We got Sean. holiday rates, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much money? <laughs> we'll talk about it after the episode. <laughs> All right. So, one other I'm Frank, can we get a discount? Jesus. <laughs> the one thing that I remember as a kid really freaking me out is towards the end with the meal when he gets doused and, and he starts melting. Oh, yeah. Help me. Oh, Don't touch me, man. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me as a kid. That's so freak it freaked yeah, me the fuck out. That's one of my That's biggest great. memories of that movie is him all melting and then getting hit by the the bottom her and just <laughs> splattering. <laughs> I like it how when he gets hit by the car, you see his head just like roll onto the windshield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that made it kind of feel realistic. <laughs> like everything was bush but the skull, I guess. And I love I love Clarence's reaction to that. Ah oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, carry this, one of his movies, ah oh, crap, it's my car's filthy. I can't see anything. <laughs> Uh, Dude, man, when he shoots Lewis, man, he freaking screwed her up. Mm-hmm. He pumped her full of lead, man. I'm, it's it's amazing she still lived. Right. Which yeah. will bring me to my point in part three, but we'll get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she gets, I mean, she gets lit up. I love that line. At the, she's like, Murphy, I'm a mess. And Murphy's like, they'll fix you. They fix everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true yeah i mean overall Monica's death man how bloody was that that was awesome too mm-hmm. sticks that that computer spike that's in his fist and just jams into his neck and just yeah, you knew at some point he had to use that thing yeah, yeah. and that blood just just flopped on murphy's chest i mean that was so much blood it was great it was it was very very good <laughs> yeah, yeah it just goes back i mean the, the blood and the gore in this movie is just fantastic. I mean, it's yeah. such a a great, just bloody, gory movie for being an what action. What about the, the X rating, man, at one point? It did. Well, that's mm-hmm. the director's cut, man. They yeah. had to cut stuff out. Yep. Dude, what about Ed 209 when he killed that executive in that demonstration? <laughs> yes. Like, Dick Jones is like, it's a glitch. You know, man's like, you call this a glitch? <laughs> <laughs> You have 15 seconds to comply. <laughs> I felt bad for that. He was all like, somebody help me, Charlie. And everybody's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I can't help you. I'm thinking, why didn't he run out the freaking doors that are right there? There's like yeah. two sets of doors. Don't run to the people, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to help And then my question is, is, why was Ed 209 you know, fitted with live ammunition for just a demonstration? <laughs> right. That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's because to be uh, a big wig company executive at that level, you have to be a psychopath. That's okay. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. And now it's time to erase that mistake. It's time to erase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then the ending of this movie is pretty satisfying too. Oh yeah, you're fired. Dick, you're fired. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, son? Murphy, Grumble <laughs> Cop. <laughs> do, 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 the music is great. Yeah, yeah, the music is fucking phenomenal. Dude. Yeah, overall, I mean this this movie is fantastic. I mean, I there isn't really much really anything bad to say about this movie. I mean, it's like the perfect 80s action movie and it once again, it's so bloody and so gory. It's it's like it hits every note for me and it's like it is for me like the perfect action movie. And um obviously as the the series goes along, it you know, it drops in, in quality, and, and we'll get there. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about regarding the first one before we move on to two? I'll take that as a no. Uh, I like I like explosions, and uh, <laughs> I like it when, when when stuff happens, like like when the movie happens. That's great, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched RoboCop on weed? <laughs> you, know what we, you know what we never got is Chris Farley interviewing Peter Reller. Remember that movie RoboCop that you're in? That would have been great. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Chris Farley. Anyways, so... That's RoboCop. So RoboCop 2 was released on June 22nd, 1990. This time directed by Irvin uh, Kirshner. Uh, so Peter Weller's back. Nancy Allen's back. Daniel Harley's back. This time you have Tom Noonan as Kane, which is probably my favorite villain in the series. It's just, it's, it, it's just sucks that him as a villain, he's not really technically in the movie as much. And I think that that's one of the downsides with RoboCop 2 for me is just There's that. There's so much going on with this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many different subplots going on. You've got the whole. Uh, I'm sorry I interrupted you, man. Go on. No, that's all right. Uh, so we'll, we'll come back to that. So yeah. budget for this one obviously was upped because of the success of the first RoboCop. So uh, instead of $13 million, this time it was $25 million. Made about $45 million. So it didn't make nearly as much money, but it was still profitable you know for orion and we talked about this a little bit ago but the robocop soup in this movie was made of fiberglass this time to make it lighter it allowed uh, for peter weller to have more freedom in terms of movement and gave the suit a far more metallic look it was uh, blue exactly uh and it looked great it, it really it, did. it really it did freaking fantastic <laughs> yeah now the scene in uh which uh, RoboCop opens fire around the head of someone, the guy who's smoking, when he says, the, thank you for not smoking. That was actually <laughs> licensed and run as a public service announcement ahead of different films and, <laughs> and movies that year. So that I thought that was pretty in- interesting. And then in the arcade, uh, the majority of the video games are, were created by Data East, who was the creator of the RoboCop video games. So that was kind of a nice little tie-in there. So that's kind of some of the, the trivia for RoboCop 2. Uh, RoboCop 2, I, it's still a very, very competent, very, very well-made action movie. I don't like it nearly as much as the first one, um, but it's it's still very, very good. I, I, I still love this movie very much so. I, I like it. I think it's insane, man. Like part think, one on steroids, kind of. Well, it's a great follow-up. About this one is it takes uh, RoboCop 
and changes him from the machine RoboCop and turns him into Frank Murphy RoboCop. They take away the directives and make him, he has his own sentience now pretty much. Yeah, like yeah when, he, when he shocked himself to get rid of those stupid roles that they inputted him. Like... Exactly, and now he has his own conscience and he, yeah, he, 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 he is a person now. Yeah, he can take care of freaking business now. When rewatching that today, I was just like, "Yep, now it's getting real, people." Yep. <laughs> yeah, now you're fucked. off a leash, and I'm like, I'm loving it. Gets the Organizing. cops back online and everything. He, yeah, he brings the cops off out of the strike. He's like, "Are we cops?" And they're like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah." See, <laughs> they just need a leader, and RoboCop is that leader. <laughs> and they go straight after Kane, <laughs> right? I love that line. They're just like, what's bugging you, Robo? It's Kane. Kane's bugging me. (laughs) (laughs) But I was saying a few minutes ago, there's so many subplots in this movie going on, which, so, so really my main issue with the movie, really my only issue with the movie is kind of a structural thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got the whole thing with OCP in the city and the mayor is fantastic. I love the mayor in this movie. He's my favorite character. You see that old bat? He's hilarious. <laughs> so you have that subplot going on. You also have the subplot of them for the, you know, wanting to have a new RoboCop that's not Murphy to patrol Delta City when they build it after the the they um miss their payment, they default on the payment. Then you have everything with Kane and his organization with the little kid Hob and everything going on with that. Mm-hmm. It's just so much was like going on. Like all these subplots have different little subplots in between them, and it kind of is just like uh, can I mean the movie? I think it takes out. away from it. So I'm gonna, I think yeah. it's a great action flick, but I felt because yeah. it's doing that, it makes it seem like it has less story. Yeah, that makes sense. No, it it, it makes yeah. perfect sense. <clears throat> there, there just feels like you know it, it might have to, to flesh everything out. Like I don't hate any of it. Mm. It probably needed to be a little bit longer to kind of flesh everything out structural rise yeah but i mean it's a great story for like overall i mean i like how everything converges at the end i mean it all does come together but it's just it it is a lot that's why kane it seems like he doesn't have a lot in the movie and he's a great villain because he's a guy who he's he has a messiah complex yep he thinks he's leading people to paradise with nuke the new drug (laughs) that people are getting addicted to the dude has elvis's corpse can we talk about that that's so good his collection dude i was like this man is mega fucking rich dude yeah (laughs) dude what about the badass little kid man Dude, you know who that little kid is? I had to look it up because I was like, I know he's from somewhere. He was he was the voice of Littlefoot in the first Land Before Time movie. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to look it. I, I was like, I know this kid from somewhere, and I looked I it up. From I something, man. He did look yeah. Cool, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Kane's a great villain. He, he's not on the level of Clarence, but he's a different type of villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, Clarence is you know the guy. He doesn't care. He just wants his money. You know, he he'll pimp yeah, he out a street him. thug. He was a street yeah. thug. Where Kane is more of a a cult leader. leader. Yeah, he's yeah. a cult leader. Exactly. Yeah, he's the cult leader, the nuke cult, as the media in the movie was yeah. calling him. As they play his um latest footage of what he wants to tell the people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, is actually catering with all him. the different stories going on. It wasn't really full on, like all the different plots going on. I thought it made it more interesting as as a whole. 
um, because you could see how these different pieces are moving and how things are going. And even though I do wish Kane was in the movie a lot more, he still wasn't like the main villain. The main villain is always OCP. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, there. yeah. Um, they are the ones that turned him into Robocop too. I mean, true. right? I, I thought that was I, yeah. I, it was just a little uh, tongue and cheek yeah. thing, you know, to put the the name of the movie in the movie, <laughs> yeah. Robocop too. And I, I always get a kick out of things like that when they're. I not- like it how after they removed his brain, they still kept his eyes too. That's what Isaiah said. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, and that's how what I, I'm saying today. Take his entire nervous system intact like that, and him not die. <laughs> Future science, man. <laughs> it's OPC, man. They they fix everyone. Remember? Yep. They can they can do what they want. They can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> I love it when. My, 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 I think one of my my favorite part of this movie is at the climax when, when the old man is revealing RoboCop two to the press and everybody, and then like at in the back, RoboCop Murphy himself just walks in with the big giant tank gun. Like nobody tried to stop him from walking in the building, or he just <laughs> strolls in like nothing, like nobody's business. It was pre nine eleven, man. I'm like, did nobody see him walk into the building anywhere? <laughs> It's hilarious. I love it because it's a great shot anyway. He just walks in there because you're like, oh man, it's about to go down. But dang, let's step outside. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of that scene is when, he, when the old man is like, behave. Yes, <laughs> behave yourself. Well, it's like when he walks into the drug lab and he just walks in and nobody notices him. He's making, he's loud. He's a big, heavy machine and he just locks those guys in the freezer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some of the best action sequences of this movie. Like when he when at the drug lab, you know, the guy has the babies like I'll blow its brains out and Robocop's oh, just great. like, No, we don't want that. Ricochet <laughs> 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 the bullet to the guy's head and Lois grabs the baby as the I was like, That's so freaking great. <laughs> My well, favorite part was when they mess with his head and turn him into like yes. uh, the the soccer mom Robocop. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's some of the <laughs> funniest things. For hurt feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he's talking to them kids in the radio store, electronic store. Whatever. Reading to the the Miranda rights to the dead dude. He's effed up, man. I'll <laughs> just run out. I, w- I wasn't finished. <laughs> Wait, I was not finished. <laughs> The moon is full. Are you teaching your parents? The moon is full and beautiful tonight. It's in the middle of the day, Murphy. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. <laughs> Some of the funniest. I love things. it when he's reading the rights. When he's reading the rights to the dead cor- to the corpse, <laughs> he, he he drops the body and he's. I'm having trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many great moments. This movie gets crapped on too, and I'm like, man, this movie's great. I don't I know. Love this movie. Yeah, I love it. I love the first one more, but this one's a great follow up. It's right behind it. I Honestly, love it. I love all of them, man. I, I just yeah. I have fun watching all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm Definitely. the same way, man. Yeah, I mean, next segment's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, why don't we just go ahead and get right into it? I mean, two is just uh, overall we're not just talking about Robocop two though. Well, what else do you got to say about Frank, Robocop? Frank Miller, the guy who wrote the movie, is in it. Mr. Frank Miller, comic book guy, Dark Knight Returns, Sin City. Okay. He's the guy making the nuke in the little trailer. Okay. And he get, was it Blue Velvet was the name of the of the new edition? Yes. Blue, and Blue Kane's Velvet. like, it makes my teeth tingle 
or what did you say? Tingle or wiggle or something? Wiggle? Yeah, wiggle. I think he's a... He tells him, like, to add something to it or cut something out. And then when the police raid the place, he, like, just sits in the trailer and it blows up. (laughs) He sacrificed himself. (laughs) Jailers is scary, but it ain't as bad as killing yourself. (laughs) Right? Dude, you could have said that you were forced to do it, man. And then, you know, people would have believed you because Kane's evil and crazy. I don't know. In that city, I don't I, think they give a fuck about who they lock up. <laughs> Not at that point. My favorite part with Kane was when they were uh, torturing the cop. And oh, yeah. Duffy grabbed the kid's head to make him watch. That yeah. was, that was fucking evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, you're just. You like, since you want the kid to leave, why? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you got me, King. You, you you scared me, man. I mean, I'm not gonna mess with you, man. You're good, man. You're good. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> yeah, you do know that that's Stephen Lee. He was in Dolls, the the guy yeah. from Dolls, Stuart Gordon. Who was the the good guy? The I guess the guy with the heart of a child. I guess you would call it. Yeah, the guy that one of the guys that lived. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's a total douchebag. In this yeah. Movie. Yes, he is. Oh man, Pre- I mean, he's the bad guy from Prehysteria, Sean. Remember, he's yeah. he's the guy who say so he did yeah. a few flicks, man. Yeah, he did. He was in Seinfeld as a one episode as a carpenter. I remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was him too. He did. He did a number of stuff. He sadly passed away a few years ago. Oh really? Yeah, I, th- I think it was a heart attack. I think they found him dead in his home. Dang, that sucks. I could be wrong. That I mean, he is gone. I mean, he did pass yeah. away, but that's a bummer. But yeah, I mean, he was great though. You just <laughs> and then she, Angie, she's like, she's like, I thought you said you're not going to scare him, Kane. He looks pretty scared to me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, of course, she sadly passed away this year in July. Who played Kane's girlfriend? Yeah, as I told y'all before we started recording, I I was just looking stuff up. How about that freaking scene when Kane grabbed her head and whipped her around? Oh, oh man, just broke her, man. That yeah. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's like, I can get used to it. And then he just flipped out <laughs> on me. He's like, you slut. I'm <laughs> <laughs> done with you. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Or how about when Hobbs finally died? They actually killed the kid. Wow, yeah. that was heartbreaking. Just a kid. Yeah, it's like even though he was a crazy, I mean, that kid was crazy, man. He had killed anybody. There was no, he was a straight up mm-hmm. thug, but he was still a kid at that moment when he died. So, yeah, he was, that well. he was that sharp. Was he was so yeah. fucking smart. Yeah, he was going to give the city 50 million, just like, hey, you know, just, just leave us alone and we'll give you the money. That's all you, you got to do. Exactly what he was doing. Was yeah. Like, this kid makes it till he's older. He'd have been worse than Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, we gotta quickly just talk about Willard Poe as as the as the mayor. <laughs> He's a great mayor. <laughs> he really is. He's one of the highlights of the movie. He was so. You see <laughs> it's him, man. They said it. They said it. Yeah. He's sitting about? there the whole time, like, uh, uh, like, like, like I'm scared like, to what? death. And I gotta tell somebody. He's like, "What are you hmm. talking about? N- nothing. Just nothing." Or what about the telethon that they held to raise money to save the city? <laughs> the guy playing the fiddler. Four thousand. <laughs> yes, for thirty-seven million. 
I'm like, man, these families don't have this type of money to donate, man. Right. Yeah. That's the problem. The whole thing was fucked <laughs> over. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. asking people to save the city that can't save it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Everybody can own a piece of OCP stock. Is What's more democratic than that? People can't even afford your stock. <laughs> so, mm. Yep. Pretty much. Detroit was a good background for that because that city is a mess and has been going broke for a long time. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Any other little tidbits you guys want to talk about regarding two? It's awesome. It is awesome. I will second that. It was the first RoboCop I got to see in the movies. Okay. Nice. Back when it came. So it's like one of my first R-rated movie experiences. So. Nice. That was fun. Not that that's important, but <laughs> it's always important. There to say something. It is important. That's awesome. Very much so. All right. Well, the last one we're talking about tonight is RoboCop Three. This was released November fifth, nineteen ninety-three. Uh, directed by Fred Decker. So you had Nancy Allen back, of course, as Lewis. Uh, Robert John Burke taking over the role of RoboCop from Peter Weller, who was uh, busy filming Naked Lunch at the time, so he couldn't uh, be in the movie. You had Rip Torn as the CEO, who because the old man wasn't in this movie. That part I do hate. Yeah, that I do hate as well. Um, then you uh, also... I love Rip Torn in this oh, movie. Oh, Rip Torn is great. I'm, I'm not I saying like Rip Torn isn't saying. great, but it just sucks that the old man he wasn't in it. the CEO to me after the other dude. That's all. I yeah. just want Rip Torn. Exactly. Then you had Bradley Whitford and uh, Stephen Root also joining the cast for this one. So this one had a budget of $22 million, and... <laughs> I couldn't believe when I saw it. It made only about $10 million, so it fucking lost a lot of money. And obviously, Orion went bankrupt. Um, So this was actually filmed in 91, but wasn't released until 93 due to uh, Orion going bankrupt. And then also, it was filmed in Atlanta. So most of the buildings seen in the film were slated for demolition anyways to make uh, way for the facilities for the 96 Olympics. So that's an interesting tidbit that I didn't know about uh, the movie either. So... Yeah, oh, this weren't they weren't they banking on this movie to like get them out of bankruptcy? I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, they it's were saying that spot. they were expecting that much success, regardless of if you think the movie's good or not. Because RoboCop had been so overplayed and oversaturated at that point, man. Like that's the problem with a lot of the franchises from back then. They just shoved it down our throats to get every dollar they could. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> quite a lot of time. Well, you, you had you had the cartoon. Was it called like Alpha Commando or something like that? Yeah. And then you had the live action TV show also. Mm-hmm. Video games. Oh. Yep. You had video games and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you had Terminator versus RoboCop, that that game. I mean, as I a mean, kid, I loved all that. Don't get me wrong, but I think sometimes it kills the franchise because like, people just right. get sick of seeing stuff. Yeah, as a kid, it's fine. But as an, as an adult, you're just like, really? Yeah, the grown ups <laughs> are like, I'm not buying that shit again. This is the exact reason mm-hmm. why I don't watch a. Uh, Marvel movies anymore. I don't watch Avengers movies anymore, man. I don't need one every year. Chill out. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't need three every year. Calm down. You're acting like Call of Duty over here. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, this movie, it, it, it's not terrible. Okay, I, I, I will give it that. It's not terrible. Uh, for me, and I was talking to Ted about this when I uh, yesterday because I, I, I had watched it the the night before. And, you know, it had been probably 10, 15 years since I've seen three. And uh, it's it's kind of a flat movie to me. It's it's not 
that exciting. Uh, and obviously, you have the changes. I mean, I, I didn't mind Robert John Burke as RoboCop because, honestly, it it didn't make that much of a difference to me. I I mean, Peter Weller is always going to be didn't RoboCop. I didn't realize it until I got older. Like, right. <laughs> Same. And so that wasn't the hugest deal. Uh, the thing that really kills me is them killing off Lewis, especially so early in the movie. That really bugged me um, with, yes. with this movie a, a lot. Uh, so between that and the the movie just kind of being kind of bland and flat, at least for me, it, that's um, kind of my biggest. Yeah, I, just, I thought it was entertainment. It's just a different, like they went such a different direction, and I think that's why most people probably didn't like it, man. Mm-hmm. They went from such a high pace, high octane action where this one there was a little bit more drama and a story to it. I think instead of just here's the problem: you had freaking soccer moms complain about the violence in the first two movies and i'm thinking they were rated r mm-hmm. why, why why would you let your kids watch that if you didn't want them to watch violence? i'm not upset about the lack of violence in this one though because it was still it's, it's not about that it's just that's why the tone is different is because they yeah. complained and they're like okay let's tone it down because because we got a cartoon now but, but i'm like you know what rambo had a cartoon and they still made rambo 3 a freaking r-rated action action film so that's why i have a problem with this movie is because they freaking censored themselves on purpose because they're like oh maybe it will make us get more money well did that work out for you orion no it freaking didn't no, it this really movie could... that sucks i still freaking like the story this movie because of it so this they movie all they want this i still movie. fucking like it and this I'm gonna movie. Movie. <laughs> motherfucking time. No. this movie can suck my butthole sean it can suck it hard and suck all the juices out or whatever. I mean, and it'll, still, and it'll still come out. I don't people. care. This movie sucks. It sucks harder than, than well, no, not Terminator. Your complaint isn't about the movie, though. It's about Soccer Mom. So. Oh, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting to, I'm getting to the movie. It's irrelevant. No, no, it's not because it's, the tone is different. And then because the tone's different, they added all the stupid crap that didn't need. We didn't need robot ninjas from Japan. Oh, God. That's... Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there. First of all, I thought that was a great idea if that would have been the focus of the movie. Yeah, they needed a better fight. That's what They needed to either put more investment into that part or take it out. They couldn't decide because he was, he, was he was only in the movie like, what, like 10 minutes? If yeah. that. And the end fight was lame, but the idea, lame yeah. but the idea of it to me is freaking awesome. Yeah, I thought the idea of like it was the Japanese RoboCop versus right. The, it was like RoboCop. a higher tech version of RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, but he was lame. That's my main issue with this movie is that I don't care that Lewis died. I really don't. It. I mean, it's the third installment in the movie. Main characters died. That's what happened. Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. Even though I was sad that she died, it gave. It also played into why RoboCop switched and helped the people instead of sticking to... Her death was freaking lame. Why is it lame that he's helping the people instead of... No, not that. I'm saying her death was lame. I'm just saying the death itself... She stood there in front of a villain that said, I'm going to shoot you, and she said, okay. Without her vest. (laughs) And then she got shot. It's lame. It sucks. It's, It's lame. She survived more with high caliber weapons being shot in the first movie. I mean, she got freaking messed up in the first movie. She and had her helmet and vest on, which she did not. In this which movie. still didn't help her because she still got pierced and was bleeding all over the place, man. She got more messed up in that one than a few little gunshots in this one. It sucks. And you're not going to convince me otherwise. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just standing by what I believe about it. 
And I stand by what I believe this movie yeah. can suck my butthole. <laughs> I love it. Why do we need a little kid in a Robocop movie? Because she was smart There's and cool and helped him out. Exactly. No, but the second movie, that little kid was awesome. This little no. kid, it's just, blah. it was just there for cutesy wootsy. Part two wasn't there for cutesy wootsy. Part two was there to show, hey, this Kane guy screwed How up. Was she, there for cutesy? she had her parents stolen from her, then the other woman stolen from her. She was her. still like, meant to be cute, man. Thing. It's all apart the demographics, the whole tone of the movie. That's what I'm talking about, man. They, it's they different, but not bad. That's all I'm saying. It's bad. And you can disagree. That's fine. I disagree. We will disagree because it's bad. But it doesn't the make only... you wrong. Are you wrong? We're just having a difference of opinion, Ted. No, Sean, you're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> can, 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 can we keep reviewing the movie? Yeah, that'd be great. Other than attacking each other? Guys, I'm joking. I don't really mean that. Y'all should know me by now. I ain't mad at nobody. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I do this all the time, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what, Mark? You shut up. Nobody cares. <laughs> Jeez. You know what, Ted? You can suck my butthole. <laughs> um. No, I did like we, to see the. Are we going um, to the blue oyster? Standing up against OCP <laughs> and finally being like, "Fuck this! We're not going to just yeah. let our city die." Even though that's they probably waited too long. That's the but. good part of the movie. So that flying RoboCop is great. Um, watching the cops walk out on the VP while he's yelling oh, at them—that yeah. was—that was such. I, was a like, I looked moment. at my wife and I was like, "That's the cops right now with this lockdown shit." This shit. That was <laughs> so <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> That's the only part that's really good is the cop, the Sergeant Reed, who's in all three movies. He's just like, I'm deputizing all of y'all. We're fighting against this crap. Yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's yes. awesome. I love that character. I'm like, I heck loved, yeah. I loved all the people in the resistance. Um, I do agree that the I didn't really care for, I mean, the kid was okay. I don't think they should have focused on her as much as they did. Yeah, yeah. it's probably overfocused. Uh, She's not my um, favorite character. I just didn't hate her. <laughs> I mean, it was cool because I mean, you got these uh, ragtag badass wannabe badass mercenary resistance groups, and they get caught up by this damn robot. And this is just little girl comes Man. in, and just act like a puppy. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. That's what I like. I like how they didn't take themselves as serious in this movie. I had a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, Fred Decker, man, I like Fred Decker. I like his. Movie. I like Fred Decker too. I just don't like this movie. That's just me. Yeah, and Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah, I'm 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 right there, kind of with Ted on it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, really I like, don't like I like the Spider Punks. They were hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One Spider Punk that was trying to put his helmet on over his mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chick was like loading up armful of M16s, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh yeah." And I was like, "What did they just do?" And they just fucked up. Because Spider Punk's going to take over OCP after this, right? <laughs> Uh, isn't it crazy how OCP was falling apart in this too man like they're being bought out basically by a Japanese company half the people are killing themselves off Mm -hmm. there's at least two or three suicides oh dude I completely forgot Brad Brad Whitford man he's the guy who killed himself Yep, that we saw one of the high executives guy I I freaking missed yeah him he's 
I miss Dan O'Harely in this movie, man. Yeah. He he could have been in. He was originally the character. The old man was going to be in the movie, and then he read the script and he said, "No, nah, this sucks. I'm not doing it." That's like what happened. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say it that way, but and so they just wrote him out as the old man died. So it sucks because you don't even get to see like him get his comeuppance in the end. From especially after all the stuff he did in part two. Yeah, I was hoping. It was sad not to see him in the movie. Yeah, yeah. and then like at the you know because you know we don't know. I mean, even though in part one he's they you know try to present him as like a lovable, harmless, I guess old you know an old man or whatever that just runs the company. Well, what shady crap was going on behind the doors in part one that we didn't see for him? I mean, we saw everything in part two. Yep, it's like he's just one evil dude, also just like you everybody. can't you can't be in that position without evil. So. Yeah, about, I agree. I agree. How about the, the look on the. Uh... The ninja robot's face after it got smashed. In. Oh my god! <laughs> that shit kind of was freaky, but it was funny at the it same time. It was so funny. Like, look at this guy's face, dude. <laughs> I did like seeing Robocop blow his head off. I really just wish they'd had a better fight. It could have tied up the movie a little better. But I and did the like dude. the final line Robocop has. You know, he's like, "My friends call me Murphy." But you can call me RoboCop. And they play the music, of course. Mm-hmm. I thought the the death of the main villain, the guy like kicking people out of their homes. I think I thought that was just blocked yeah. too. I mean, it was cool seeing him like get burned by the jetpack, but it just gets blown up. I'm just like, oh. yeah, yeah. Whatever. He was a pretty good villain, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, was. he was a fine villain. He's definitely not on the level of Boddicker or Kane, but I mean, no. He was he's just a typical government stooge that just doesn't get Yeah. Yeah. And those exist. I mean that's what's scary. They don't give a crap about people. Yeah, man. The rehab team, they're coming soon. Johnny Rehab. That was my Where's Art? Oh yeah, Johnny. That was great, that cartoon. Dude, I miss the satire in this movie too. Like all the commercials and stuff that was in the first two. That's just I something. I, just this movie, I, I would like, including to the Johnny Rehab one. They had a few. <laughs> I just, I miss. I don't know. It just, it wasn't a smart movie. The first two movies had some, you know, had wit. That's what I meant. Wit. Those, the second one that had the, like the green. Uh, the suntan yes, lotion. Sun thing. Yeah, that was <laughs> Penelope Cruz. That's like one of her first movies. It said it will cause cancer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Repeated use will cause cancer. I love how that commercial starts where she's like, if you spend 10 seconds in the California sun, that's too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ever since we lost the ozone. <laughs> if you put a whole pint of this on your body, then you can spend hours. I'll see you by the pool. She's all just. She looks like a freaking swamp monster. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. She looks like those dudes from like the Batman Forever movie, where all the dudes had like the neon masks. Or whatever. Yep. Like another cult. classic film. No. <laughs> That's definitely for another discussion too. Yeah. So Ted, what, no, what I do, you, do not like that. <laughs> what do you think about RoboCop driving a pink pimp car? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's funny. I like yeah, it. I wish it had thrown a little. I, I do like. See, the there's, car. there's gags in this movie I like. I just don't like the overall movie. I, I just, it, it, it's, uh man. 
it, it, it's so freaking disappointing. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Even as a kid, watching this movie disappointed me. And it wasn't just because they killed Lewis. It was just everything. I'm like, this just the whole movie feels off, and it is off. It's just, it's not for yeah, a decade. I've always liked, even as a kid. I just always, I don't know. It wasn't what the others were, but I still it's, enjoyed it. It's man. not for yeah. a decade called I Blame Orion for to all me, the. Me, it was just more Robocop. Exactly. It's it's a movie. It's a movie made by a committee. I hate that crap, but you know it happens. Yeah. At least we got the prime directives, which came in the early two thousands. Are so much better. And yeah, so those I are can, fun, man. Those, yeah, if I you like, like those good B nineties kind of flicks. Not you yeah, know what I mean? like the ones that were on tv then you can definitely get it well, i think that's what it was i think it was just a mini series and then they just edited it into four movies is what they did and they get a there's a guy he's like the sheriff or the, you know he's one of the heads in the police department he gets killed and made into a robot and him and yeah him robo cable robot. yeah and they're battling it out through the rest of the yeah so and cool. then and then murphy brings him back and he gets his conscience back also so you have two of them they're going to i mean it, it's great and you have murphy's son as an adult who's working for OCP. I mean, those, I mean, I, I know Isaiah hasn't seen these movies yet. I was telling him about it yesterday and I don't know if they're still on Amazon prime. That's how I finally was able to watch them a couple of years ago, but I, those movies were, were really good. It's four mm-hmm. movies. It's Yeah. It's, it's one big story. I mean, it's not just four separate movies. It all ends. Each one ends in a cliffhanger to get to the fourth one, which ends the story. It's same, all the same characters. It's it's telling one big story. It's really good. Hey, I it takes place out. like, like they don't they don't like mention really anything from the other movies other than like you know Murphy became yeah. RoboCop. So you know it doesn't. If you do like part three and two, it doesn't ignore them. It just really doesn't acknowledge them either. I think if I remember correctly, like it's it the when the first of these four movies, uh, when it begins, it's been, I think they say what isn't it like ten years like after just you yeah, know, it's been ten years something like that everything. So you can say it's like ten years after part three and leave it at that, and it's just like apparently the OPC um, OPC OCP's back on its feet and stuff. It's like I said, Sean and I really liked them. Yeah, I so if you haven't seen it, I definitely say check Prime, and they might still be on Prime. Yeah. I, well, I have I've seen DVDs, on Google. They're Prime. they're on Amazon, but you got to rent them. Okay. Oh, so it's not for free anymore because they were for free. Yeah, it's Prime man always gets stuff back. Prime, so if you're paying, yeah, it'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I would say anyway. Prime directors. I got the DVDs, but I'm pretty sure they're out of print. Man, wow. But it's so, still, guys, RoboCop 2014. Pass. <laughs> I saw it one time. I, I saw it in the theater. I actually saw it in the theater. Other than Michael Keaton, and I'm, I don't hate the movie. Like, I have a real weird relationship with these two RoboCop movies. Man, to be honest with you, it's definitely not the same kind of movie. It, nah. it takes itself more seriously or tries to. It's not yeah, like, that's why I wanted to rewatch, man, because I think I was putting too much of the others into it, and that's what I enjoyed it. It was like still it. a fun action movie. I only saw it the one time. It's Michael Keaton was great in it. I'll give it that. I thought it, I do remember them involving the wife a lot more, which I don't know if that was good or bad. I just remember that. <clears throat> I will give like the I will give another credit to Part Three, just so people don't think I'm 
uh, a heartless monster and a, a hater <laughs> a hater is that all three of the original movies use the same actress as murphy's wife yeah so i mean they didn't change actors for that so but well, then they, in the prime director the for a lot of characters throughout all yeah of yeah there was besides there was like another one of the cops that was don't even know if they say his name. Anyways, there's quite a few characters. Yeah, well, the newscaster, the woman newscaster, is the same yeah. in part one and two. Well, the you got the Johnson of OCP was the same. Yeah, Johnson from OCP yeah, yeah, too. Felton Perry, yeah, uh, Johnson, Johnson, yeah. And then the the sergeant and Lewis. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of characters that stayed. But Which doesn't new one, I like I like the actor Joel Kinnaman. I like him a lot. I watched that show he was in, The Killing. It's a really good show. I'm gonna be um, honest. I don't really remember much of 2014 other than Michael Keaton. Yeah, <laughs> in the black suit. I remember they put him in the black suit. Robocop. I mean, uh huh. And they gave him a motorcycle. He was super ninja to me. Remember. Oh, I remember that now. Okay, yeah, I remember the motorcycle. I remember the ending taking place like on the top of a building, right? With a helicopter or something like that. Yeah, that's about all I really remember from it. On IMDb, it's got a higher rating than both two and three. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. Three Mm. gets shit on by everyone, not just Ted. And two gets shit on, (laughs) surprises me. Yeah. Out of an action or horror, it's got seven and a half out of ten. That's pretty yeah, high. So much background and stuff on it, it's just insane. Man. Yeah. You can really dig into part one. <laughs> right. All right. So just to kind of wrap things up here, because um, the the other part of what we're doing here is ranking, you know, the movies in the series. So for this trilogy, so the first three movies, how would you guys rank them? Well, I'll go first. I'm just going to, honestly, I can't even decide because I like all three of these fucking movies. One stands out, obviously, as the best. So for the two and three, I'm just going to say two and three, I guess. I was going to be an asshole and make three and two just to get on the dead skin. But (laughs) honestly, honestly, one, two, three. They're all freaking great. I could care less. Gosh, everybody. Sean and I I don't really care. We like to have fun. Everybody thinks that we get mad at each other. We don't. We've known each other for years. We're good friends. We're just messing with each other. That's how we poke at each other. We don't get mad at each other. We love to hate each other. Right? So, yeah. But Mark, Mark. Mark's a different guy. I really get mad at Mark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thrive on it, Ted. I thrive on it. <laughs> Mark, you and I, we're going to go to the Blue Oyster one day. We're gonna so my fun. favorite one is RoboCop 3. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I almost did that, too. <laughs> Uh, no, my number one is RoboCop 2. I thought the uh, the effects in the story were really strong in RoboCop 1, but as mm-hmm. a whole, I thought 2 was more entertaining. Okay. Um, but then RoboCop 1 is my second, and then RoboCop 3 for number 3. Okay. Cool. What about you, Ted? I was going to rank the whole franchise, just to get out. Okay, so the first one's the best for me. It's it's the best structured everything. Part two is right behind it. I love part two. It's a movie I remember just freaking renting all the time as a kid. I love it. I love it as, almost as much as the first one. Um, then I would put the prime directives as one movie since it basically is just one long six hour movie. After that, 
It basically it's is. Adding like, these, we can't put three as three. That's the only reason for this. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be a movie of a six hours, Ted. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> so I would put the Prime Directors. And then I will put three above the remake because I really don't oh, remember. Oh, you're not going to mention the cartoon? No, that's a TV show. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> the TV shows don't count, you know that. Logic by Ted. Darn straight. <laughs> All right. Everybody if everybody would just listen to me, the world would be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you think so highly of yourself, Ted. That's good. Oh, That's I don't good. think highly of myself. I'm just stating the facts. anyways so all all kidding aside yeah one two prime directives three in the remake yeah so one two and three perfect uh and then (laughs) (laughs) then for me i'm I'm the same as ted uh one is definitely the best Uh, two is a very close second though it's right up there with with one, um, but I definitely like one more. It was the first one that introduced me to the character, so I definitely like it the best. Uh, followed by two, and then three, and I don't hate three. I, I really don't. I don't hate it. I just find it more boring than anything, and so that's why it's. I think it's, it's funny three, if you take so. out the prime directors thing, but all the arguing, me and Ted still rank them exactly the same. <laughs> that's true it's true it's hard i'm gonna it's honestly it's hard to compete with the first two man those are great yeah. movies they're yeah. just great it's hard i mean i could even like three i mean you know if if i liked it it would still wouldn't rank as high as the first two either i mean mm-hmm. yeah. watching I, them all together was fun man it, felt it, like it really was i'm not gonna lie i wish i had had more time to to pop in three just because you know, I watched the first two back to back, and I just didn't have time to watch three. But it still wouldn't change how I feel about my <laughs> rankings or anything. So, but yeah, I mean, those first two movies are great. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, nobody mentions. I mean, RoboCop Two is the last movie that Irvin Kershner directed. You know, he directed The Empire Strikes Back. Man, I mean, yeah, considered one of the greatest sequels ever. It's considered the best Star Wars movie, but it's also you know one of the greatest sequels ever. Like up there with Godfather 2, et cetera. Oh, Ted, everybody yep. knows the best Star Wars movie was The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is a national treasure, man. There you go. There he you stepped go. in alien he stepped in alien doo doo and said P U. He's great. <laughs> Shit. Little, Dark one. little little kid. I will kid. say I loved Jar Jar when I was younger, but when I went back and watched it, I'm like, this guy's fucking annoying. This guy is so annoying. <laughs> right? I was younger, I thought he was funny as crap. Agreed. Remember it's when he annoying. said "piusa"? I believe is the term. I don't remember. I haven't watched the prequels in forever, and I don't have. I don't plan on doing any type no. of either. Okay, so here's our ranking of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> we can save that for another uh, time. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> so. <laughs> All Return right. of the Jedi, Empire Strikes oh Back, and New Hope. Everything else could suck my butthole. All right. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> so, next week we're doing Rambo. I'm, I'm super excited for doing Rambo. Um, I'm looking forward to rewatching all five movies. I'm, I'm planning on doing that this week. 
I'm looking forward to watching Last Blood. I haven't seen it yet. Me either. Man. Amazon Amazon Prime has the extended cut. That's what I'm going to watch. That's what I'm going to watch too. Because I watched, I saw, you know, I watched Last Blood in the theater and I liked it, but I'm like, why can't we get the extended cut on this like other countries have gotten? So it's. I just noticed the other day that the extended cut was on Prime, so that's what I'm flipping watching. I want to see what the extra stuff is. Me too. I'm super pumped for that. So get get ready for that. That's coming next week. Uh, we do appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. As always, you can reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. We appreciate you guys. As always, are there any final words of wisdom before we leave? When it comes to everything going on in the world and our country and Ted's opinion of RoboCop 3, don't believe the hype. <laughs> if, you're, if you're looking to make uh, a cybernetic uh, police officer don't use a fucking drug addict <laughs> that's very true <laughs> that's a terrible idea I dude man look how big that canister of nuke was drug, but... <laughs> dude that canister of nuke was huge it was fucking huge it, it was like a red version of the ooze from <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> It was just massive. I'm surprised the brain didn't like OD right there when they gave it to him at the end. Right. I'm like, how does brain not just explode without even fighting Murphy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a long time user, Ted. He had tolerance. <laughs> Build up the immunity. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I love it. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time. Stay safe, campers. <laughs> <laughs>